What up? What up? What up? What up? It's your boy Lobo Savage. <coughs> Jesus, I'm a little sick right now. But anyways, um, my apologies. I did not realize that this episode originally did not record. Thus, I posted 20 minutes and 46 seconds of straight static. I'm actually pissed at myself for that. That's what happens when you get too comfortable and you just start going with the flow. You know, so, um, anyways, uh, I'm going to try my best to make sure that never happens again. But anyways, Savage Land Podcast number 10. Ah, here's the quote. Let's get to it. Life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Now, this is an important quote. Um, I feel like a lot of us are out here so-called trying to find ourselves, trying to locate what makes us us, that inner being, you know, something that's going to make us happy, just embracing our true selves, our uniqueness in this life, and um, I don't really think, I think it's like partially a search, but it's more about a creation, you know, it's like a very similar, I always, when people talk about finding themselves or creating themselves, I always tend to think about like uh, Greek sculptures, um, if you know me. You already know I am a Greek mythology enthusiast. Thus, uh, art, the medium of art, is a big thing to me. Um, You know, it speaks to me. Uh, Whether it be music, whether it be paintings, whether it be drawings, whether it be sculpture. But um, Greek sculptures are a really big thing, you know. Like, oh man, Michelangelo sculptures. Um, you know, the sculpture of David is a very famous one. There's a lot of other sculptures. But anyways, these sculptures, I believe the Greeks, and I might be wrong about this. I always get it confused, the Romans versus the Greeks. But one of them did their sculptures in, I think it was copper. But the sculptures that we see today, like, you know, in the famous museums and stuff, a lot of those are marble sculptures. And marble is a very interesting to make sculptures out of you know it's a very solid rock um i used to be into geology so i used to know a lot more about marble which is very saddening that i don't know these things anymore uh life clutter just got in the way but anyways marble sculpture um i think marble sculpture can tell us a lot about you know the process of creating ourselves and you know let's just start by going through the steps of a marble sculpture so, oh wait, let me make sure this mic is completely plugged in because I am not going to re-record this. I have told you a million times already, one take shouty. But anyways, this is two takes. I'm so sorry I failed you people. So marble sculptures. Uh, the first step in completing a marble sculpture or getting to a marble sculpture, maybe this is your first time, you know, jumping into the sculpture world, um, is to obtain a large slab of marble. That is not an easy thing to come by. Um, Not that marble is the rarest stone on earth, but it's just, this is a very specialized market. I'm pretty sure you can't walk into your local Kroger, Publix, Walmart, um, Home Depot, Lowe's, what else is there? Mayor, I don't know. 
bunch of stuff out there, a bunch of stores that sell all kinds of random stuff that you never thought you would need until the day comes when you actually do need it. But anyways, marble is very hard to come by. It's not something you can go to your local nursery, you know, because they're going to have stones for your garden, but um, I'm pretty sure they're not going to be marble stones. And this slab of marble that we're looking for right now is a fairly large slab of marble. We're trying to make life-size sculptures here, people. So, first off, you have to seek out a marble supplier. Or, if you have the tools and, you know, the excavation stuff necessary to get you a nice chunk of marble, then you need to go to some part in the world where there are just large chunks of marble waiting for the taking. So, once you've acquired this large chunk of marble, um, next you get to... First, make sure that that chunk is large enough. That is like one of the most important things. Marble is not a thing that if you don't have enough to start with, you can epoxy glue on or patch on some marble later. You need to start with the right size block. This is very important. And this, you know, kind of speaks to life. You know, um, we have to start with the right amount of tools because along the way, we may not have time to stop and pick up more tools or stop and pick up more material. We have to start with something solid, okay? And when we start with something solid, it's got to be bigger than our actual end product, you know? It's very similar to bodybuilding in a way, you know? You want to be, look a certain way. You want to have the aesthetics of a Greek god. So, you got to go through bulking season. Um, If you guys are not familiar with gym terminology and all of that bulking season is where you literally pack on as much mass as possible so that the sculpting season can begin right after and you can whittle down you know starting from this massive hunk of human that you've become so anyways back to our marble our marble needs to be big enough that when we are done as we go through this process we will never need for more this is just an etching away thing we are sculpting so Measure that block, make sure it's the right size. Next, we draw the outline of the final model. You know, what is in our head, that idea that we have, we need to draw that directly on the marble, whether it be with chalk or some kind of special marble crayon or something. We got to do that, okay? So, now you just have one big chunk of rock. And you got your, you know since this is our first marble sculpture that we're discussing, um, it probably looks like third grade etchings on your chunk of marble. So basically, this is, okay, I have the idea in my head, so now I kind of draw it out. And what does this symbolize for our lives, for, for this journey to creating ourselves? This symbolizes us getting that piece of paper, getting that little notebook that we carry around with us every day, because everyone on earth should carry around a notebook daily you never know what you're going to see have to write down notes you're going to have to take it's just important so this outline on our chunk of marble is us outlining our lives and what we want them to be in the future okay so that's that we've outlined our model on the marble now it's time to start now if you are smart if you are a just extremely intelligent individual you have gotten a chunk of marble so large that you can easily pick up one of those mallets, hammers, and just start knocking off these excess chunks. The chunks that have nothing to do with your outline. Like, you've drawn your outline, but there are still these monstrosities, you know? These huge chunks of marble that it's just like, 
that has nothing to do with the final sculpture. It's just absolute excess rock. And you know what? Life, you may not be a minimalist, but life is about minimalism at the end of the day, you know? That's what makes you a very fluid creature, is how minimalistic are you? So, let's start whacking away at these huge chunks of marble that have nothing to do with the end product. Okay? You can refer to these as, like, you know, the, the excess, the fat on our, on our sculpture. Basically, they're in the way of our actual sculpture. So, hammer away. When you're done hammering away and we've gotten down to a basic chunk of rock that we know we are about to whittle to some beautiful sculpture, uh, we start carving. And so carving is done uh, with a tool called a chisel. Now, the carving will take you from a chunk of marble to the general shape of your statue. So it will go from natural rock formation, somewhat natural because we've hit it with the hammer and knocked off the excess. So it'll go from a natural rock formation to something that starts to resemble that vision in your mind. Um, the carving is important as it pertains to our life because carving is done for many years for us, you know, and when it comes to marble sculptures, depending on the artist, depending on um, the size of the piece, depending on the determination, that carving can take anywhere from weeks, months, maybe years. So it's best to start as soon as possible. As soon as you know that this chunk of marble is large enough and you've got this vision in your mind, it's, it's best to start carving. And when I say carving for your life, I mean you need to carve up some things. There's a lot of little excess, you know. There's that layer of dirt, filth, fat, whatever you want to call it, that you need to remove from your own life in order to really, if you want to say, find yourself or carve yourself out. You know, create yourself. So we need to get rid of that. And the beauty about chisels is we may start with a chisel, and this is true in art. You may start with a chisel uh, the size of maybe like a wine bottle neck. And you may end with a chisel that is the size of a pencil, you know, gradually going down in size. So carving is a thing that it's, it's, it's something you got to feel. You can't just, it's not really, there is some strategic to it, strategicness to it, but it's a feel, you know? And when it comes to your life, you know, you can start carving as soon as you get out of college. But um, over time, you'll realize, oh, all right, I need to take off a little less, a little less. You swap out your chisels, you know? As you grow, as you experience the world as an individual, you know, your insights into carving may adjust, may change, you know, maybe, oh, I took off a little much here and there. But as an artist, it's your job to fix that somehow and, you know, make it into something, whether it be your your statue has a few scars and missing some chunks of flesh, you know, who knows, that could be another part of the story. But anyways, after we have done this carving, which takes, I would say, the most time. Now, a professional marble artist may say the polishing takes the most time, but really, I think carving is the most important piece of all this. It's really the meat of the process, so it's very important. As you go down in size, you know, from your 
larger chisel to your smaller chisels, that is like a movement on a sculpture. From major muscle groups to finer features such as eyes, nose, toes, fingers. It's really how you start to uncover your final sculpture. So anyways, after this carving is complete, it's time for finishing touches. And the finishing touches involve things such as, you know, filing, sanding, polishing, stuff like that. So basically, you start by filing off, you know, a little excess. But remember, a file is a rough thing. You know, it takes off uh, marble very fast. Similar when you file your nails and stuff like that. Um, but next, we move to sanding. And sanding similar to the chisel work. This is really a fine tune. We're, we're at the fine tuning stage of your sculpture. So sanding is very important, but it's a very delicate thing. You know, it's like you're nearing the end of this entire process. So you start with a very rough sandpaper, which, yes, as you sand your statue, it will make heavy grooves in there. But we gradually move down in sandpaper to eventually a uh, very fine sandpaper. Possibly we go to wet sanding, you know? So I would say, I think I researched it and artists go through about six different grades minimum of sandpaper when it comes to sculpting marble. So after that, um, if you need any additional smoothing and it's like in little crevices that you can't necessarily get to eyelashes, whatever it may be, um, you can always grind up a pumice stone and make a little like a froth or a paste out of it and move it around with a bamboo stick. That's a little trick if you actually are going to jump out there and start carving marble. And then you have a complete statue. So, um, just looking back at this super long analogy that I've just made, I just want you guys to really think for a second and see how that pertains to your life. You know, just the process of making a sculpture, starting with a vision, starting with a, a, a slab of material that is much more than you actually need, carving and sculpting away at it, and eventually sanding, filing, smoothing, and polishing. That is the process of life. That is the process in which we create ourselves. Um, creating yourself is not a simple thing. It is a thing that happens over years and years. And, you know, as an artist, if you own a studio and other artists bounce around and come into your studio, you know, you're going to get perspectives from other people and dust will collect on your sculpture and you will have to re-clean your sculpture and, you know, get back to it and things like that. So this super long process of art um is even more extended when it comes to life because you don't know how long your 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 life is going to be and at the end of the day um if you're making the right kind of goals your goals are far out you know you have a one major goal for your entire life you know this is your movie this is your life this is your book you decide how to write it but it's not one of those you know one chapter children's books kind of thing it is a multiple chapter, possibly multiple books, you know, like a little sequel thing going on or something. So really, it's a long process. It's a beautiful process and it takes time. It takes uh, uh, a certain amount of tools and a certain amount of patience. And so I think if we really look at the sculpture process, I think there's actually a really cool video on YouTube you guys should check out of just a marble sculpture.
um, I believe it's time lapsed. I will try to put the link to it on the post on the website. But getting back to it, um, check out Marble Sculptures. It really kind of speaks monument to how we go about creating ourselves, how we sculpt ourselves over the process of life, um, and then things like you know erosion and you know worldly events and just. Uh, exposure to the environment can affect statues and sculptures and at the end of the day they're still just beautiful works of art and i think that's really how we need to be as humans you know it's a basic statue that takes time to build you are a, a basic human that it will take time to find your uniqueness find your niche and really dig in and become the best version of yourself and once you are the best version of yourself it's like you will stand the test of time. You know, you will be an artifact that will be found millions of years from now. Or even just your, your, your mind, your thoughts, your ideas will carry you into immortality. And those can be spread at a, at, a, at a later date. And it's really an awesome thing, you know. The fact that we find sculptures from so long ago, from previous, previous, previous generations. But yet these statues still speak to us, you know. It's crazy. That's just an art thing. But anyways, back to the quote originally spoke. Uh, Life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Now... I just want to tap onto another little quick note. Um, everybody's out here trying to find themselves. Everybody's out here buying self-help books. Um, what else? Buying just, you know, inspiring little pieces of reading. Uh, people buy crappy magazines because it says, you know, live your best life. 2018. Uh, you know, people will pick that up if it says that on the cover. Like, oh, how do I live my best life? But at the end of the day, you have to remember something. No one is like you. You are not like me. We are all individuals. We are all born of, of different circumstances, you know? Like, uh, me and my sister is a perfect example. We are born of the same parents at different times. Thus... Being born in different, I can't really call it an era because we're only seven years apart, but being born at different times makes us completely different humans, you know? Um, how my parents were feeling at the time when I was born and when it was going through the process of nurturing and raising me, that was, you know, a set time. And they started to think they had things figured out. They were like, oh man, we've done a great job with this kid. Not to say I'm the best kid in the world, but I'm pretty sure my parents don't regret a moment of it then along comes my sister same two sets of chromosomes and you know genes and genetics and all of that but she's a completely different human and so my parents thought they had this cookie cutter method figured out for raising a child and then here comes the wild child you know the little hippie in the family comes out of nowhere and boom you know she's overly happy she loves Humans, people, animals, all of that. She's just a flower child that's just like, oh, the world is amazing. Meanwhile, I'm over here shining my armor and getting ready for the war of this world, you know? So we're two completely different creatures. And really, that goes to show that we are all truly individuals. No matter, you cannot clone a human. Like, you may be able to clone, you know... Ah, I don't know, the flesh and all of that, but it is hard to clone a soul. 
souls are a very special thing and they really are to me they are the most important thing so your mind your soul it's very hard to recreate those you are an individual you are a piece of art take care of yourself like a piece of art sculpt yourself like a piece of art spend the time on yourself like a piece of art okay but back to what i was saying about the books stop buying the books okay I've been a victim to that. Oh, man, I got a bunch of books that I still have yet to read. What do I got there? I got, well, Sapiens, as you already know, I've been reading. Uh, I have a book called Unfuck Yourself. Uh, that's like a little self-help book to kind of get you into your comfortable in your own skin. I'm very comfortable in my own skin. But I just read this stuff anyway to kind of see what the streets are saying. But um, that's the problem. You're never going to find yourself in a book. Okay. Books are an amazing thing. They kind of take us away from our reality for a moment. Um, but eventually, this finding yourself thing, it, it, it can't just be mental action. It has to become physical action. You need to go out in the world and explore things. You need to be exposed to the environment because our environments also play a role in how we turn out, what we become, you know? And then, as we choose the environments that we put ourselves in, that's where we are taking control of the reins and deciding how we want to create ourselves. What this being is that we are going to create, you know, what is our final form? We decide all of that. So, it's a bit of find, it's a bit of create, but it doesn't end in your bookshelf. You can't just read a bunch of books and sign up for a yoga class and think, oh... I have hit nirvana. No, that doesn't exist. And um, no disrespect to the Buddhists. But um, you can reach a state of mental peace, you know. You can reach nirvana. But it's going to take some exploring. You got to get out there. You got to put yourself out in the world. Um, it's just the way it is, guys. So anyways, sculpt your life. Create your final form. And don't go trying to find yourself in books, people. Get out in the world. Experience things. Um, I have lived over the last five years now. I think I've lived in one, two, three, four, five. Actually, over the last seven years, let's say, I have lived in one, two, three, four, five different places. Okay? I've been out exploring. Um, it's not because I don't love home. I really do miss home. I am in a constant state of homesickness. But I understand that the mission I set out on is really to create myself. And to find, you know, these materials that were used to forge a human like me. So I, I really got to hit the ends of the earth in order to do that. Um, the world is an amazing place. And it truly will help inspire you for this sculpture that we are working on day in day out people so remember don't go looking for yourself in books read books they're important stay educated but at the same time also go out and live it living it is an important thing that's when people start to listen to you when you go out and you live it people start to hear you out uh we are tired of the days of theory and and no disrespect to science science is important but if you haven't been in the lab testing these theories bro I don't really want to hear about it. You know, I, I like to hear those firsthand accounts. Um, so let's get to it, people. Life is very similar to sculpture. Let's make sure that we've already 
dive, dove deep into the, the carving process. Because trust me, um, I'm not a complete individual. I still got a lot of carving to do myself. I'm nowhere near the polishing or sanding phase. But um, it's important. Create yourself. Okay? Don't try to find yourself. You are a piece of art. And every day is a new day. New circumstances. New perspectives. We're creating something. We're not looking for it. Okay? That search is never ending. Just create, people. Use your hands. Use your feet. Alright? Feel this life. It's important. It's important to me. And it should be just as important to you. Alright, y'all? I love y'all. Uh... Thank you for tuning in. Episode 10, Savage Land Podcast. Life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Love y'all, people. We got two more episodes after this. So, until next time, keep it lined.